0: Welcome to the real estate 401k show. Here are your hosts Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein and Justin Frederick helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate powered by the recon group at West USA and the Frederick team with fairway mortgage NMLS number 625918. I'm just telling you right now text the word open to 623 AZ recon. You'll be glad you did. This is the Real Estate 401k Show. I'm your host, Mike Weinstein, alongside Justin Frederick and Ryan Gertz. I'm so excited on the segment. I didn't have to read anything. I was going to take off my glasses. So I'm taking off my glasses. Hey, there you are. Oh, my gosh. And this whole 60-day dry thing we're doing is killing me, Ryan. Yeah? Just saying. So I'm drinking water. It's been a long time. My body goes into convulsions. Yeah, dude. What's (laughs) this blood doing in your alcohol stream? (laughs) One of the most exciting times of year to be a Phoenician, to be out here in Arizona, is the Phoenix Open. I know it's not called the Phoenix Open. I know it's the Waste Waste management. Management Open. Like the Bob... I know it's Chase Field now I think where the Diamondbacks play.
1: I think th- I think it's still I think proper it's still vernacular Chase. to call it f- to, to call it the Phoenix Open and, and, okay. and Bob. Absolutely. I think. But yeah. I s-
0: I'm 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 old school. Like I still if I'm going to go watch a Diamondbacks game, where do the D-backs play? Ah, we're going down to the Bob. For those who know the history of the D-backs, Bob stood for Bank One Ballpark. I know Chase executives listening to this podcast right now, because they all do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they follow they me. They hang on our every word. <laughs> so we're going to have a giveaway. We are going to be giving away a couple tickets, general admission tickets. We're actually giving them away, the Real Estate 401k show and the Real Estate 401k group and the Frederick group. We are giving away some Phoenix Open general admission tickets to the first person to text six two three or text open, God, it was my moment, dude. dude you, I'm terrible at dude. giving. I'm terrible at reading and terrible at giving the stuff away. Takeoff was so good, dude. <laughs> and then the landing, dude, dude you just crashed crash that, dude. Text the word open to six two three a z recon. All right, I'm my uh, my favorite Phoenix Open story. My wife and I. We can be very competitive. And I don't know why. This is the dumbest thing on the face of the planet. But we have a competition of who has a higher Uber rating. It's dumb. Mm. I don't know. I tell her I'm a better driver than her. Then it should make sense I'm a better passenger inside an Uber than her. And so for the longest time, I had a 5.0. Uber rating. She had a, like a four point nine eight because she got into a fight with this Uber driver in Chicago. And you mm. know, my wife. When My wife starts yelling at you. That's all you. Ta- you t- it did takes a something lot. wrong. Yeah, like, I can't imagine her. Yelling like, like that's not that's a you problem. For you sure. did something. So you go to the Phoenix Open. We always uh, visit the corporate village, corporate tents, free booze, free cigars, free food. It's just sure. the greatest time. And so obviously. I had a few libations. Dude, you were picking me up at the Phoenix Open. What did you expect? What did you expect as an Uber driver? I know I wasn't that out of control. That was the first time I got anything less than a five star on Uber. I don't remember, but now I don't. And now it bugs me every time I open up Uber. I'll never have five
1: I've never walked in there and didn't see eighteen frat dudes puking all over themselves <laughs> at eight o'clock in the morning I know. And, and like strung out trying to streak across the eighteenth green. <laughs> like it's like you got a four or a three or whatever, dude. That's yeah. That 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 dude didn't know what he was signing up for. He's just an idiot. So when
0: I think book. of when I think of the Phoenix Open, that's the that's the first thing that pops into my head.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. I uh, I've had a lot of really good experiences. That a couple years ago, there's two hole in ones on the 16th. Uh, one was on Thursday and the other one was on Saturday or something like that. I was there for both of them, watched both of them, and that's cool. You should see this because if you've never been to the Waste Management Open or the Phoenix Open, it is it's a party. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it, it is it's it gets pretty wild, and so. Whenever they hit a hole-in-one, everyone throws garbage out onto the 16th. All the beer cans. Yeah, all, I mean, everything, which, you know, it's all free there, so they're like, oh, screw it, I'll just go get another one, you know? (laughs) And (laughs) then if you hit the ball and you don't hit the green, they throw shit all over Uh, the green. They 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 boo you. They boo you. It's fantastic. If you don't hit the green on the 16th, they're booing you. I mean, and you can hear it throughout the entire course, so it's, uh, that's always a fun experience, but I do enjoy walking around it. I think um, probably one of the best stories, I wasn't there for it, but my brother-in-law and his buddy went there. They were at the 16th, and they were there for the most of the day.
0: Hold on. The only reason he has to tell somebody else's stories is because he's never been and walked away remembering what happened. So so he's just got to go with what he's heard from somebody else. Uh, Well, no, I
1: I mean, this is is documented. (laughs) So my brother-in-law, and I'm not going to tell anyone his name, but uh, he and his buddy went there, and they got rowdy. They were, like, in their late 20s or whatever. And um, they decided that they didn't want to walk back, and there's this golf cart right there, and it'd be a lot easier to just take the golf cart. Duh. So they stole the golf cart, and you know, as they're going, you know, they hear someone shouting at them, but you know, so they ignore it and they keep driving, and you know, they're going as fast. Oh as they can. Kind of, get the hell out of the way! And uh, all of a sudden, this cop on a horse. Starts chasing I've never them. See a cop on a horse there. That is awesome.
2: <laughs> Where do they keep them? I don't I know. Know. Under, Under the grandstands. I was seeing the bike cops yeah, there. It's like
1: but. Central Park. You know, yeah. like all of a sudden these cops come out of nowhere on on horses and 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 they chased them down. And of course, my my brother in law, dumb idiot, goes, "I didn't see you." <laughs> that was his response when they finally got pulled over. So they had to write a they had to write an apology letter to the president of the Thunderbirds. And they had to, you know, do you know whatever, and uh, and that's how they got. That's how they stayed out of jail <laughs> after stealing a golf cart wow. at the Phoenix Open. So that's probably one of my favorite stories. Uh, for me personally, it's it's pretty much just the same thing. I love golf. It's, yeah, you know, it's just it's fun going over there watching you know the best players in the world do do their job and, and then they have fun with it too. You know what they need to bring back though. Is Caddy's jumping into the pond?
2: Yeah. Yes,
1: that was epic. That was. That was epic.
2: Well, what about the streaker that jumped in the pond last year? That was a uh, that was pretty funny. Um, he had the the arrow with the 18th or the 19th hole on its back. <laughs> I mean, it, it was hilarious. Yeah. And he he ran away from. It, it had to be 15 cops. Yeah.
0: And did a swan dive into. <laughs> yeah, the, I remember that. That was The, the pond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I show up, streakers are of the wrong sex for me. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're never the right sex yeah. at the Phoenix Open, unfortunately. <laughs> nope. Well, yeah. I uh, my the thing that stresses me out most about the Phoenix Open, and I know this is going to come as a shock to you, be because when you and the tickets that we're giving away, first person. It's probably too late now, but the first person to text the word "open." To 623 AZ Recon is going to get a f- couple free general admission tickets to the upcoming 2024 Waste Management Open, compliments of the Real Estate 401k Group and the Frederick Group. So go ahead and uh, send us that text. But we get the, I, it started years ago where I just got the opportunity to watch the open in a corporate tent. And it's just, it's spectacular. Different. It's just, it's different, because everything is complimentary. And man, I have to show up, Is I have to show up when the gates open, because I need to make sure that I can have a second round of food. Because you eat so much food, you can't move. And I want to get my money's worth, even though I'm not paying for it, I want to make sure... I get a I get a you second meal and it's top notch. because you know,
1: they do one course at the front nine, you know, or whatever, you know, breakfast and whatnot, and then at the be- you know once they kind of hit the turn, that's when they come out with more of the lunch stuff, and it's just as, you know it's just as spectacular as the last. So, that I can't fault you for, buddy. Uh, Thank you. and you. I are, you and I are on the same page on that because. They, they put up some pretty good fare.
2: Except he didn't go
0: last year. I was very disappointed. Well, I was I so didn't, excited okay, to have I, I know, and my, I I will go this year. But, you know, I was alongside my son in the studio. He, um, I was doing that 75 hard. Oh, that's right. You were doing it. And much. during those 75 days, you can't consume any alcohol, and you're very limited on what you can eat. And I was thinking, then, what is their what else is there for me there? <laughs> I'm like like I'm like, I could I just I like I just know me. Yeah. I know me. So but this year I'm going. Okay.
1: Well, I would like to weave in a little bit of what this show is all about. We um we see a ton <laughs> of people coming into town this time of year, whether it's just for golf or you know, it's right next door to Barrett Jackson. They have the Arabian Horse Show. There's all kinds of different events going on over at Westworld. There's, you know, they, they, I think Post Malone is coming. Then they always do a handful of other big celebrities. But then all these people come into town. Duran
0: Duran. Okay,
1: but you like, say? like, dude, think it's not the '90s anymore. All right. So well, they were in the '80s. 80s. So thank you, pal. <laughs> I, really. Uh, really? Yeah. Really. really 80s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I stand corrected. <laughs> the '80s. Um, but people come here and they spend a boatload of yeah. money, okay? And they generally are staying at short term rentals,
0: at Airbnbs, VRBOs. Right,
1: yeah. And we are, and, and that, that is our peak season for our short term rentals. And so, what we've been seeing you know, when it comes to the investment strategy of, of, of a lot of things that are going on is we are doing a lot of midterms during the summer because those are a little bit more difficult, but during those winter times, you can get a massive premium. Now, I don't want anyone who owns property in and around Scottsdale to just say, oh, well, Ryan, that's a great idea, maybe I just gotta go do it. It takes some planning, Mm -hmm. you need to put some business behind it, you need to be serious about it, and you need to act as if you're you're entering the hospitality industry. So all that being said, there's massive opportunities, and being that we're going through such unique times right now where you can get decent deals, and mm-hmm. interest rates are starting to relax. I mean, instead of coming here and blowing everything you have over the casino, bring your checkbook and go buy real estate while you're here checking out yeah. the open.
0: Well, it, it, it's a great point because, you know, uh, my path to investing in short-term rentals started just by staying in short-term rentals and taking a look at the house that I was staying in and taking a look at how much money I was paying per night And, you know, my wife and I had several conversations about this going, well, we need to get into that game. So there's a lot of people that are going to come to coming to town, listening to this episode and are staying in these Airbnbs thinking, boy, I, I need to figure out how to take advantage of one of these, because when I own one, then I can still come out here and stay out here. And or a lot of people who are coming that are savvy investors and recognize the strength of our real estate market, and the temptation is, oh, well, I'll just call this person, this person, take a look at some properties, and so forth. When you work with our team, we are a team of real estate wealth managers. What we do is help people build real estate wealth, building strategies, and real estate portfolios, and we'd love to have that conversation with you. If you are in that camp, text the word INVEST, to six two three A Z Recon. That's invest to six two three, A Z Recon.
1: What are you? What are you? What are your plans, buddy? I know that you guys always uh, go top notch for uh, for the open. And and what do you see over on your side as far as people investing in real estate, applications coming
2: through, and and the types of people that are investing in the real estate market? You know, we we. We have seen mostly a lot of investors recently. Um, I don't know about short term or long term rentals, but we have seen some some people that are committed to short terms. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like we we definitely get as as the open goes, we tend to get more applications coming through for people. Buying short-term rentals here. I feel like it's a huge market for us every time, every year the the Open's here. Um, but I'm excited for the Open itself. You know, I I, oh, I love – we always have a spot at the 16th, and you know, I feel like it's wonderful, uh, <laughs> to say the least. For, for it's one of my favorite remember. Weeks. Yeah, and I always do really well there because I'm, I'm always mingling and trying to uh, – meet new investors, pick people's brains on, on what they do. Well, let me, um,
0: let me ask you this, Justin, because you handle the lending side of stuff, and and Ryan and I handle the real estate strategy side of stuff. And I kind of briefly mentioned there's this temptation. You come to town, you kind of get caught up in the hoopla, and you get caught up in the energy, and start looking at properties, and you just call anyone's... Uh, who's got a sign or a business card or a brochure? Walk us through the importance if you're going to invest. Working with a group that specializes in investment strategies, as opposed to someone who just simply has a real estate license, which there's nothing wrong with it, but there's there are two different. Beats. It's
2: two t- and it, and I could talk all day about this. So Go for it. I mean, to summarize, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're talking about somebody that can give you numbers on how the property is going to perform, um, based on the information that you guys are able to come up with, uh, um, set you guys up for set investors up for setting it up for a short-term rental. I mean, I, I feel like that's a really big deal because I've been to short-term rentals where you don't know where anything's at. You don't know how to operate anything. Um, I've been to, and then I've been to uh, one where you get a a book of email to you on how to get there, how to get in the front door, how to use every appliance and the TV <laughs> in the place. Um, and and I feel like it's important to, to know what you're getting into and to know how to operate the, the systems within the home. Um, so that, that alone with the way you guys set up the the short-term rentals and how they get it going. I think that's a, a really big deal because if you just have somebody helping you buy a house and, and they're just going after the list price and, or
0: just opening the door for you,
2: opening the door and you don't even know how it's going to perform. You're just going off of emotions on what you feel about the property. I feel like you guys will lay out, Hey, you know, these are good reasons to have a short-term rental I mean, I've seen in the last few weeks with, with you guys working with one of the clients that we're, we're all working with Um, you gotta have somebody that's educated on it, that have done it themselves um, because you guys know what works and what doesn't. Um, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And then, and, and not to mention the real estate deal itself. Um, I know you guys are always going to work out and, and, I I know I'm pointing to you guys, but I'm pointing to you guys, one, because I'm here. But two, I just I'm here because I believe in you guys and what you guys how you perform on these. Um, You're going to get them a property guaranteed below market value, whether that's below list price or not. You you always the values always come in higher than than what you get the contract at. And uh, you always get them everything taken care of for the, for the client. You
0: know, uh, Ryan just brings up a good point because what gets lost in translation when you get caught up in the moment and you are emotional about it, what gets lost are the numbers. Just because you drive through a beautiful neighborhood and the home has everything and you think that it would make the perfect Airbnb, VRBO or long-term rental, it's not necessarily always the case, you've gotta have access to the right numbers because when you're buying an investment property, you are either adding to an existing real estate business or you're starting a real estate business and when you're running a business, numbers mean everything.
1: I just feel like it makes everything so much easier if we can make decisions based on numbers. So. We, you know, if we're if you're the type of person that wants to walk in there and you know needs to have the feel goods and the feng shui and this and that, then probably not your guy, right? But if you're like, hey, let's build out a business model, and then when we find an opportunity that checks all the boxes, we're going to sign on the dotted line, or if it doesn't check all the boxes, then we're going to run away from it, then that's the person that I, that I'm the type of person that you can work, that it's going to work well with. Uh, the you know the hard part about our job is. Unlike other real estate agents that are out there, they're going to you know, they're gonna they're gonna probably work really hard to go show properties and they're gonna sell their ass off and they're going to work through the deal and then they're gonna close and they're ah oh, sweet, we're closed, the job's done. For us, the job just started. Just started. Uh, there's so much stuff that goes into place whenever it comes to developing a real estate portfolio. because um, it's not just the upfront numbers, it's okay, what are the actuals? And then if it's a short term Helping people get properties remodeled, or you know, some, sometimes it's just paint, sometimes it's a full-on remodel, um, and then furnishing it, and then marketing it, and then fielding those those guests, and and helping them walk through what all the ins and outs are in order to be successful in that in that business, and then. You know, you blink. Six months go by. We sit back down. Yeah. We go over through your your pro, your pro forma, see what your actual numbers are, how it's actually performed versus what our our prospectus was, and then doing that every six months after in order to make sure that we're that we're taking care of our portfolio.
0: Yeah, it's an it's an interesting point. You could you could go into a neighborhood, have two identical homes. Let's just call them identical homes, same floor plan, same model, same everything, right next door to each other. One sells for two point four million dollars then the guy who's selling the home next door thinks that his home is automatically worth $2.4 million, but home number a is totally updated. Got all the bells and whistles home. Number B, this guy's getting ready to sell needs $400,000 worth of upgrades. They're not identical. They're not both worth $2.2 million. And that's what you have. That's part of the equation, What you got to figure out. Anyways, um, if you are traveling here for the phoenix open or you are an investor looking to get into uh, long-term rentals mid-term rentals or short-term rentals we would love to have that discussion with you all you got to do to have a conversation with one of our real estate wealth managers is text the word invest to 623 Recon. that's invest to 623 three A Z Recon.
2: thank you for joining us
0: on the real estate 401k show If you want more information on how to build wealth, click on the link or text us at 623-297-3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON.